Hey, what's going on, family? This is Dempsey. Welcome back to Pros and Poetry. I am excited to be hosting episode two mm-hmm. with some other friends of mine. Well, we got Zane back here, but uh, we got some other friends that I love Happy and I'm here. glad to have out. My boy, Brian Vaughn. What's going on, Brian? And my brother, Daniel Imuna. How you doing, man? If you forgot his name, this is my guy, Zane Durham. I'm just happy to be here, man. <laughs> He's always happy to just be present. All right, so this is part two to Two Fools. So if you watched the first episode, which I hope you did, we're talking about pride, we're talking about communication and how to have healthy communication skills within relationships, right? So you're going to jump right into it. Um, actually, no, we're not. We're going to talk about this guy right here. Mm-hmm. So so Brian, uh, if y'all saw the, the banner I had last time, I was selling two NFTs. Brian actually bought both of them. He texted me one day after we released the podcast. He was like, bro, that podcast was fire. Let me buy both of those NFTs and support what you're doing it for. So I want to say thank you publicly to Brian. I appreciate you. And if you want to, can you tell them about the event we took? We went to? Oh, with the kids. It was cool. Um, showed up. Explained to them the situation with the NFTs. Yeah, yeah. So they knew. Um, they were graduating from... A program called uh, uh, Start an Empire. Right. And uh, I met the two young, young gentlemen. And um, it was a good vibe. It was a good day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm gonna put the pictures up uh, for the for the video when we put it on YouTube. But yeah, it was dope. Um, and I got, I think five more got to create for everybody else in the program. But looking forward to it. And um, they they did great. The program was a um, a business fair or a entrepreneur fair where they try to get people to get jobs in the community in East New York. So that was good. Um, but I said, Brian, you got to come out. You got to hop on a podcast so I can do just what yeah. I did this now. And then we can talk about the same topic because when we talk behind the scenes, he had a lot to say. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, so B, when we spoke, your angle was beautiful to me because you started to come from a perspective of saying pride is not always a bad thing in relationships, right? right. So can you just dive into that real quick? All right, so I felt like, from my own experiences, right. pride is not a bad thing. Uh, pride can be one of those things where people put it off as negative, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. We live in a world where everything is negative. So me, when I feel like you say pride, you say pride to me, I'm thinking about my lineage, my my parents, my ancestors, et cetera, et cetera, people who've come before me who didn't have these basic skills or right. the ability to do what I do on a day-to-day basis, to be in a room with the people I'm in the room with. So how could I not take pride in that? Mm. You know, like but how does that play into your relationships? You know what I mean? Is that something that helps your relationships? Is that what you're saying? It does in some fashions. I would say some some groups. Right. You know, you just don't merge the pride with everything. You know, you gotta <laughs> but in situations where you know, you shouldn't be asked to do a certain thing as a man. Mm, so that's how you feel. That's how I feel. Gotcha. And what, what's those certain things? And I, like, I said to, like I said to Mark, don't get canceled. Hey, yeah, but yeah, yeah, <laughs> you got sick. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, basics like take the trash out. You know what I mean? Keep her car clean. You know, just I feel like I'm going to help her. I'm going to help out. You know, that's the pride in knowing what she needs, I think. So it's coming mm-hmm. from a, what you are responsible for, not what you're not responsible for. Exactly. Good. I just saved you, by the way. Yeah, I appreciate it. Right. <laughs> sure. That's good to know. So, Daniel, mm-hmm. once again, thank you for being here, brother. What is your perspective? And I, I know you say you didn't watch the first episode, which I'm going to hold against you. <laughs> yes, please. Right? please. What is your perspective on relationships and ego and how that plays a role within mm-hmm. destroying relationships? I mean, I feel like when you 
center the self, you're always moving away from other people, no matter what. Any type of relationship, right, where you mm. focus on just who you are and what you want and your own goals. Right. I feel like that's always ego-driven because ego is a reflection of fear. You know what I mean? Mm. So, you know, I have enough, you know, I have all this money or, you know, I have this amazing fit, whatever. Like, please give me affirmation, give me value, all that. But when you do that, you're basically taken away from the capacity you have to actually serve other people. Mm. And I feel like when you serve people, you you build humility, which is the opposite of pride in a sense. Mm-hmm. I feel like pride and humility might be hand in hand in some cases. Like what you were talking about. The cousins. Yeah, exactly. Because what you were saying basically made me think like, okay, you have strength. You have, you know, the energy capacity to like serve people. Therefore, you take pride in that service. So that's a good thing. Right. But when you let the fear in, which is all about scarcity, mm. you know, I don't have enough. Let me just try to get it from people. You start to feed the ego which basically diminishes like any potential you have to build a solid relationship with people. Right. Mm. You know, and it's a natural thing because fears fear and love like go hand in hand or you know, they're the opposite of of each other, but they move in the same spaces. Mm. So it's a natural thing, I think, that we just have to check ourselves. Like, all right, let, let me breathe. Is this ego right. or is this something like what is it? What is right. it? Let me get back to love. Let me get back to service. Right. And we you talked know? about that last time. And I think that balance can be emphasized a little bit more, right? Mm-hmm. How do you keep that balance? You particularly, like in your relationships, how has that played out in real time? I mean, I failed. <laughs> like I failed. <laughs> no, that's real. You, you know that's that. Real. Like I oh, failed, yeah, I failed a few, uh, keep a handful face. of times. But I feel like I always get back to center. Honestly, it's gonna be corny, but I'm I'm, I'm gonna bring God into it right yeah. away. Yeah, you don't like, got to say corny. I mean, corny. You know, stand in that. We, we in, we in New York City. We in Sin City. <laughs> but okay. Um, not really. When I open up the Bible and I like sit with the mistakes of those that God have chosen, I'm like, okay, right. I can um, see that I don't have to be perfect and that I could always come back to God because everybody that God has chosen has failed repeatedly in nasty ways. Like, you know, we're talking about like, you know, like Flavor of Love where like everybody had like, a, <laughs> you know, like everybody was messy, even Flavor of Flav himself. Like, right. you know, um, scandalous moment there and cheating there and all that like that right. happened all throughout the bible but um god would bring them back again and again and show them you know the right way right so yeah. do you have any practical advice for somebody listening in terms of how they can keep that balance like what does that look like for you mm. Keeping the balance between like love and while fear. you're in your relationship, yeah, 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 balancing the what you said, love and fear, love and fear, ego and humility, right? Um, keeping the balance, I feel serve, you know, serve other people mm-hmm. from a place of abundance, you know, tap into what that source is, and right. that takes reflection onto right. your own, right? So when you when you do want to focus on self is when you're focusing on your relationship with God. So it's really not even like self-self, but you're tapping into who you really are, what is your purpose, where is your mm-hmm. value, your true value, and then serve from that place. If you feel de- 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 uh, depleted or diminished, right. step back. So I'm going to yeah. stop you there. Mm-hmm. Go for it. Because yeah. I, I wasn't going to do this this episode, but we already angle into it. And I want to start a whole series. Actually, I'm going to start a whole series, and we're going to start right now, called Watch Your Energy. Mm-hmm. Right, and I want to start to dive into that a little bit 
each episode with a, a, a subtopic, but I think this is a great overarching way of doing it. So let's let's dive into that a little bit. A lot of people who love people, who love giving back, who are Superman or Superwoman mm-hmm. in their, their families, they tend to drain themselves a lot, yeah. right? And I think it's not until we get into the level of awareness of self that we start to realize how we can properly allocate the energy that we have mm-hmm. every day, right? And I'll, I'll talk from my personal uh, perspective. I love my family. I love friends. I love being in community. What I had to start doing, though, is consciously saying no, consciously staying away from certain people that I want to be around. Because I realized while I was doing my internal development, my internal work, some people weren't or they couldn't discern where where I was or they didn't have the the manners to ask me, like, what is my capacity looking like? So I could be, you know, giving some energy over here. Next moment, somebody's hitting me up saying, do you have some capacity right here? Or not even saying it, just taking it. You know what I mean? And not having that awareness to say, let me actually... Let me actually make sure you can be there for me. You know what I mean? And then on the flip side, I never, I don't, not say never, a lot of times I didn't think I could tap those people for that energy back, right? So I think it's important to start discussing how we properly, like, I'll break it down like this. How do you wake up and say, all right, I have 100% energy, right? I have to go to work. That's going to take up probably, how much take up for y'all? An hour. No, I mean, how much energy? Like, how much would you say? Like 50%? 60%? It really depends on what you're doing, man. Yeah, right, especially if you, don't, if you don't love it. Exactly. But let me just give some numbers. So I, that's going to take up 50%, right? Mm-hmm. Then if I have kids, that's going to take up probably the rest of that. But <laughs> right. let's just say 20%, right? Mm-hmm. Then if I have a family and friends. <laughs> that's that's yes, generous. very generous. <laughs> but my point is, if we start doing it like that, we can say no to certain things that come up. Because we'll realize, okay, I might have 100% energy right now, but once I say yes to this, that means I have to allocate another 20% later in the day when my energy might be depleted. Mm-hmm. And that'll probably help us gauge how we can avoid um, maybe feeling like we resent being in certain spaces. Because once you get there and you're depleted, you're like, yo, I don't even want to be here no more. I'm never saying yes to you again. And you're mad at the person where it's like, no, you should have knew how much energy you had maybe. I try to gauge that and give them a proper answer based on that allocation, right? Yeah. So let's dive into that. Is yeah. So like, so like, I think what you said is interesting, right? Um, I think I've recently learned to... Um, tap in and practice, like, gauging how much energy I have for things. Right. Probably since last November. I, no, I wouldn't even say that. I'll say with other people since last November, but, like, I've learned how to do this within my relationship um, a while back. I feel like, I mean, or, you know, I mean, I do a lot of different things. So, you uh, do everything. I, right. I do everything, um, and I help everyone. You know, right. I feel like everyone... Creative or not, they deserve a shot. At least that's a bar in them, by, by the way. Um, they deserve, like, <laughs> they deserve, like, at least uh, a helping hand at least once. You know what I'm saying? So I, I do try to reach out, and if someone reaches out to me, you know, I'll help them out and see if I can, like, get them in the right direction. Um, but then I realized I was burning myself out a lot, a ton. Mm-hmm. Right? So when it, came, when it came back to my relationship, I didn't have that much. Um, right. I didn't have that much left. And you start... Or I mean, at least back then, I started seeing it as more of a task. Like everything just mm-hmm. became very task management kind of thing. Like right. all right, I got to do this, this, and this, and then it's like, ah, right, wait, I still got to clock in and be a boyfriend. Like I used to say that, like, oh, it's time for me to clock in. Like I got to be a boyfriend. Wow. You know what I'm saying like that was the mindset yeah. I, I said in, in my mind. Like that's I know it sounds it sounds crazy. And then I just had a conversation 
I was like, I think we were uh, we about to go out to eat. Um, and I just came from, I think I was still in Old West, so I just came from taking the LIR uh, from Old Westbury down to Penn Station, took the train down, you know what I'm saying? Right. Went back to the crib, got dressed, then went to go pick her up. So then this is after, you know, you're taking classes, you know, people on OS is asking you to do different things because right, right. you're the art dude, you know what I'm saying? So then it's like, we about to go out to eat. I'm exhausted. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yo, she just looked at me. She was like, yo, you don't, you're not really here right now. Right. You know, and I think, I think, I mean, your partner knows. If if, if, you, if you know your partner, your partner mm-hmm. knows you. So it's like, or you would hope that your partner is receptive enough to know it's like, all right, he's not really here right now. Right. And we just had a conversation, you know, and then I think even just having that conversation was like, all right, I built up the ability and tolerance to say no because I had to look at myself and I was like, yo, I, I have no time for anything. I never checked in with family. Like I, I used right. to, I used to dread when family used to call because it's like, yo, this is cutting into certain things. That's you know? real. So it's like, I think um, checking in with yourself, actually looking is like, all right, how are these things serving me? And I think you said something interesting. You used to, or you were talking about giving to people who you may not be able to tap into to, right. to give back. Right. Um, and I want to pose a question. How do you discern? Because, you know, how do you discern which people, you know, get Bruh. that pass? You know Bruh. what I'm saying? Like, that's real. Because it's a real thing, right? <laughs> Yo, um, can I, I'm going to just hop in because I, that's actually the angle I was going to come from next. I'm glad you on this podcast, brother. <laughs> so I feel like you you have to, when you're in the space with certain people, or even not even just people, when you're in certain environments, whether it's like in New York or down south, Mm-hmm. I've been talking about being down south, being a lot more peaceful. Yeah, shout out, shout, shout you know out to I mean? shout out to Atlanta, man. shout out to South Carolina. Um, but no, if you're down south, you know it's it's more peaceful. So that might give you energy. You in New York, everybody beeping at you at a, at a as soon as the light turned green, as soon as it turned green. So you know, we got Kish here. She was in traffic, so sorry about that, Kish. So the energies might might be depleting. You know what I mean? Yeah. So and you know that. So now it tells you, okay, maybe I don't want to go to New York right now. Maybe I should yeah. be over here for a few months, mm-hmm. right? Then people, it's also like, all right. It might be people you love. Like, does my cousin, my mother, my grandmother, my mm-hmm. do, do they deplete me? Mm-hmm. When I'm yeah. around them, do I feel like I'm getting drained or am I feeling like I'm getting fed? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. What I watch, what I listen to, does it really give me the energy? Yeah. Or is it taking something away from me? Yeah. And once you start to consciously like just jot those things down, you can curate an experience that has a lot more energy involved. Yeah. And then also understand, like, okay. At 9 a.m., I'm getting drained, but at 11 a.m., I'm getting fed. So by 2 p.m., I could do that. You know what I mean? So I think it comes down to that, and that's just self-awareness. Yeah. Be what you think. Me, I'm going to be honest with you. Um, I don't really have a gauge. Mm-hmm. Real talk. Like, yeah, um, real. I was in the military. So you just go. I'm dealing with different personalities, different right. cultures, different right. exposures, different everything growing up right so you got to be able to deal with the the person that needs you to hug them and give them that extra pushing you got to be able to deal with the person i got to curse out right you know so yeah. i still got to check in with family right you know i still got friends and all that so i got to tap in with them so it's not even more so a feeling drained you know i can't even say i feel drained i don't know i just might be blessed you know but it's days you know you don't right. want to do it right but i do it so you never felt depleted all the way. Uh, you never felt like, all right, I don't got nothing to give y'all as much as I want to. I have. But then you realize, yo, this person is here under me. So it's like, snap out of it. Gotcha. So you coming from a, 
management. Militant. Right, because it's it's gotcha. so easy to say, you know what, I can't, but that I can't, they walk 200 meters away and blow their brains out. Right. And it's like, damn, I wish. Right, mm. right. Yeah, I, I agree. In certain fields, obviously, you, you just got to make it happen. And I know it's a lot going on in uh, the country right now or other countries right now. So I don't want to take away from the fact that we do have to inspire others to be out there and be brave. Um, but just to focus on, like, you know, more so relationships, right, and family and friends. So I know you got kids too, right? Right. So you're saying that you can be in a space with your family, and at no point are you are you drained. Like that's just that's a space where you actually get fed. Yeah, I think so. I think I thrive on it because it's like helping them in any way, shape, or form. It gives you energy. I yeah. think I feed off of that. You yeah, know, even when my friends like they call me, I pick up because there's been times you know. Where I don't pick up and something happens, it's like, yeah, I, you know, I feel bad, I feel right. horrible. So it's like, you know what? How do you fix that? Every time it rains, pick it up. You know, like, you right. know, and it's like, Man, I, I do have a, a, cut, a cutoff. Right. So if you're not in my favorites, past eight o'clock, you know, you ain't <laughs> just, you missed out. I did that too, though. You know, you missed out. Yeah, yeah. Oh, because y'all be using your favorites like that. Bro, yeah. The iPhone is a beautiful that, thing for that. Yeah. Um, I, I think. Because automatically, uh, my do not disturb goes on at 9 p.m. Oh, same. You know what I'm saying? So if you're not in the favorites, your call is not getting through <laughs> at all. Right. You know what I'm saying? I just met y'all. I said, I'm not dead. But Earl's in there. <laughs> Earl made the cut. So I appreciate you. Earl, Earl made, yeah, it's my Earl first time hearing that. I'm, I'm glad. <laughs> We've been so vulnerable. <laughs> oh, my God. I know. Soon. Soon. You know what I'm saying? So how, how do y'all actually, um, and this might be, it might get some people in trouble, but how do you let other people know they're not in the favorites? Not so blatantly. But like, um, let them realize, like, you know, it, I'm not really available for you all the time not when they may think they are. Um, so I don't care. Like, I'm not picking you up the phone. gangsters. I just started. I just I'm not started picking up the phone. Right? You going feelings? <laughs> I just started getting there, right? I just started getting to this point where it's like, yeah, man. At this point, y'all not getting my energy and time. I've, I, I'm a producer, so I've dealt with a lot of horrible artists in my life who just. They, you know, they just, music is their passion, but it's not their talent. So, Zane, he rubbing off on you. You don't nah, gotta be nah, this gangster. It's, <laughs> it's the Beanie Brothers. It's, it's the Beanie, Beanie Brothers. You know what I mean? So it's like, <laughs> I apologize. It's like, uh, it's like, but again, people demand your time in creative spaces um, right. when, when you're helping them. There's a point in this thing where instead of like you offering help, people start like feel entitled to it. Right. Um, and entitled right. to the time, so they just start calling you, you know, all, all types, te texting you, right. all types of that. So I just be like, hey, look, you know what I'm saying? This was great, uh, but I can't personally be too invested in this because I'm actually giving my time towards this now. Right. Um, and then some people respect it. Some people, um, I actually just had someone, an artist, who hit me up. I haven't spoke to Buddy since 2019, um, but we just reconnected uh, two days ago. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I told him in what 2020 he was trying to work, and I was like, "Yo, I, this is when we started the podcast. I'm still moving to Atlanta. This is right. I got a lot going on." I was like, "Hey, look, you know, I actually can't dive into your project right now. It's just, it's I'm right, sorry, right. Like, you know, I I can't do it." Um, and he understood what it was, so it's like, okay, he hit me back up, checked in for the new year. I'm like, "Yo, I actually have some time. Like, I could." Oh, that's dope. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. Um, now he's not in the favorites. But I, I know how to discern. I I know how to discern. <laughs> I like see this podcast. Just like <laughs> who can you know what I'm saying? Who can who can get there? Right. Um, right. My dad not in there either. But that's all a whole right. Different so thing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you, Dan, you, how do you deal with that entitlement? Have you have you had to deal with that with family, friends, people who feel entitled to your time and energy? 
I kind of do a mixture of what the two of them do. I mm-hmm. might flat out ignore you and you get the message, but right. that's rare. I usually communicate. Right. You know, and I feel like you you two mentioned the South, like you kind of chimed at the South. Mm-hmm. Right. Are you from the South as well? Yeah. Right. I, feel I feel like, like you know, I mm-hmm. grew up there too. So I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like in New York, you kind of have to not have a limit. You know what I mean? Because mm, you're right. always somebody's always looking for your attention in some way. It could be people. It's oftentimes people you don't know. You know what I mean? Mm. You just mind your business with your headphones and looking That's down, and people come up on you That's like, "How you doing?" Like, you know, they might try to be sound sign or trying to get somewhere. Sometimes mm. they're trying to get somewhere, but they're not really trying to get somewhere. Right. They just right. want to talk to somebody. Right. It happens all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I feel like, you know, you just kind of learn how to give your energy but conserve at the same time. Yeah. Right. You know, and also let people know, like, all right, all right. Some people don't get it though. Yeah. Like today, literally before this, I was at a gallery. I knew you had. I knew something happened today because I'm like, yeah. you got somebody for chess right now. <laughs> but no, I was at a gallery today. I was like, I had a photo shoot, and me and the other person I was photographing went to a gallery. It was beautiful, like mm-hmm. African contemporary art, amazing. And then I asked her a simple question about like. How do you choose who to represent in your gallery? And we, mm. went, we went to politics. We went to history. We went to my generation this and your generation that. And I learned quite a bit. But you, I was late. Mm. <laughs> you know? Yeah, or at it. least I thought I was late, right? <laughs> right. Um, and I, I kept like, all right, I got it. I got it. And that's a part of me that, you know, I will do the I don't care sometimes. But there's right. also the part where, like, I say I don't care to myself. When it's like, all right, well, I'm just going to keep giving my energy. And maybe they'll right. get it. Maybe they'll be considered so yeah, it's a, it's a learning. You know, Yo, you learn over time. I think, so I think that gives a lot of people credit that they don't deserve. No offense to people, but some people don't do that internal work where they can like gauge the room where it's like, all right, he clocked out. Let me stop talking to him. Let me stop draining him. People just want that attention. And I got a few people like that that I love um, and that I had to learn to love them in that. Yeah. To let them be who they are and they also have to function around it. Right. right. So... You know, yeah. I think that's the unfortunate truth, and yeah. it's going to be what it is. With that said, right, B, I know you said you are you, you're fed by other people's uh, need for you, right? But so you're saying there's nobody? No, no, no. So no, 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 no. Okay, no, no. Yeah, yeah. But like you know, my immediate circle, my tribe. You know, like I'm gonna pick up for you. I'm gonna you know check in on you. All right. of that. If you get that from me, you know who you are. I love you. You know, but if I don't pick up the phone for you, it's I leave, you know, and I have my my phone on red, right, for a reason. Oh, you gangster! I pay, yeah, I pay the bills. Crazy. You are blank. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you it is bro. what it is because, like, <laughs> zero dog thirty over. Here. You know, you gotta, you gotta kind of <laughs> like, if you if you hitting me up and you you don't really have no 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 angle on what you want, I'm about not to yet. sit on the phone with you and breathe. <laughs> and I know that's what you want. I'm good. Dude. Yo, you know what's crazy? I I said the same thing. So I I hate I, I hate iPhones. Um, but I have one but I have one but I feel like iPhones make me more accessible and I hate being accessible easily accessible right mm-hmm. Right. so my girl she loves to FaceTime but she loves to just be on FaceTime like just be on FaceTime right just, just, just we just we just hair he loves you imagine he just talking I, I, right I, I love my yo you right. know what I'm saying eight nine years strong you know right. what I'm saying Um, but this was uh, this was what year four Uh, no oh yeah I had an iPod touch and the whole thing, but I used to just be on Facetime, just just be on Facetime. I'd be like, "Yo, like, we not we not really like, we not really talking." 
like I, I like to use my phone if I'm gonna be using my phone. You know what right, I'm saying? Right, like right. we're not gonna just be on right. here breathing. And that's exactly <laughs> and that's exactly what I said. I'm like, yo, we just we just staring at the ceiling right now. Like I know right. your ceiling fan better than like in this whole call. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So we had a conversation where it's like, well, she's just like, well, I just like knowing that you're there and and, and mm, it's like, yo, but, and I, I understand that's that. Sweet. It's sweet. <laughs> Thank you. you. Not everybody got that, brother, man. <laughs> I, like, and, and that's a real thing. Uh-huh. Right. I had to understand that. But it's like, for me, I'm just coming from like, this is like killing my battery at the same time. And I feel obligated to right. like stay on the screen. Like, I don't know if y'all have that thing, but I feel obligated. Like, if I'm on a video call, I feel obligated to stay on the screen. To be present. To be present. Right. That's just how I am. I got to give one thing my focus. Why I be drained all the time. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So I have to give one thing my focus. So it's like, if you're not giving anything back, I'm like, am I allowed to go? <laughs> like, I just picture if you're buying you a battery pack for Valentine's Day. <laughs> just like, I got you. Yeah. Nah, and, yeah. and it's a thing that, you know, I think uh, I struggled with for a while, but then... I, I built up the capacity mm-hmm. to be able to do that with certain people, right. more than one now. Because I, I just know there are certain people who are just like, they just need a, a presence there. Mm-hmm. Um, right. My mom is one of those people where she just be at work. Sometimes it, she's having a bad day. She just wants her son on the phone. Just, right. Right. I'm like, all right. You know what I'm saying? I understand that. I gotcha. get it. Um, my girl is kind of like the same way. And then it's... I don't pretty much extend it outside of the immediate family. Like mm-hmm. I, I, I don't, I don't have any friends who do that. Um, but I know that there's, there has to be some type of um, balance um, that goes, that goes with it. So like, how do you? I mean, I, I know how you deal with it. Has there ever been a time where it's like, all right, I feel obligated to give you my time, but it's like I'm actually. Busy, like, like, is there yeah. is there a sense? Is there ever been a time of, of a sense of obligation? Yeah, man. Um, I think it goes into several different areas of our lives, right? Mm-hmm. Um, especially when you work some for somebody. Yeah, you don't like what you're doing. That's the first one. <laughs> um, yeah, but what I learned was uh, true freedom is having your time, and once you kind of put that at the forefront, you will quit a job okay. to make sure you got the time to do what you want to do with your time. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, so that's what I had to do. Like, uh, for those who don't know, I left my job. Not that I didn't like the job. I think we did great work. But um, I knew I wanted to use my time for something else, right? So, you know, beforehand, I actually, and I think I talked about this in the last episode, mm-hmm. the job required a lot out of me. Everything. It required everything <laughs> from me. Well, I was working weekends. It, like, the, I, the, the concept of work-life balance wasn't a thing. It was just mm-hmm. work. It's a part of life. That's it. Wow. And... I literally gave all my time. So it got to a point where I say, you know what? I deserve to have my time. I deserve to have my freedom. And I want to use it on certain things. So let me actually do that, right? So I end up doing that. And uh, Oliver, you know, we can hear you, right? (laughs) It's all good. You want to be on the thing. (laughs) Oliver in the background want to be on. We're going to put this in the bloopers too. I'm going to start from the beginning of that question though. Now you go ahead. But yeah, so I think Time goes into all aspects of our lives, right? Mm -hmm. Especially when it comes to work. So I had to leave my job that I worked at before that was taking a lot of my time to do what I want to do with my time. Mm -hmm. And that required me to kind of realize I deserve to do that. I think the way we grow up, we don't really think that we deserve to have that freedom of time. That's the thing. You know what I'm saying? And then on the flip side, once I got that awareness of like, I deserve this, my family and a lot of friends didn't think I deserved that freedom too. So they'll be like, you know, 
oh, you think you're too busy for me? You can't talk to me because I don't want to use my time to talk to them. Exactly. Or I need to use my time to do something I think is productive. And I and that was a tough situation for me because I had to like had to get gangster with people I love. I stopped explaining myself. Oh yeah. I stopped even hitting you back. If I didn't have the time, it's like, bro, I don't got the capacity. I don't have the time to do this, and it's just not going to happen. And folks try to put the like they use the the family card or all these other relationship cards. Like, bro, I just I don't got it. And you got to be able to live with that. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And sometimes right. we grow up in places where, you know, folks don't understand the value of time. So they waste a lot of it and they can't question, they question why you're not wasting it with them. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you, I'm free right now. Why are you not free right now? I got a job too. So why are you not free? Yes. I, I think there's a, there's a hierarchy <laughs> between what, I mean, our generation, I mean, it's just a whole other thing, what our generation considers work. Right. Um, so... <laughs> my version of busy is not the same as my very different. Yeah. That'd be not the same as my mother or father's. Um, so like she would call me and be like, I'm like, yo, I'm actually I'm busy. She's like, you just at the computer. I'm like, no, this is actually this right. is actually right very draining right now. Right, you know. But it's just and then I'll, I'll be like, yo, I come home. I, I come home. I remember coming home from even just school. People mm. don't parents be like, yo, you're. You're, you go to school to learn, not there to make friends, and then you come home tired. They'd be like, "You ain't, you ain't do no real work." And I'm like, "Yo, nah, I'm, I'm in school. Like, right. you ever been to college? Right. <laughs> shit, shit, not easy. Mm-hmm. No, for you real. Know what I'm saying. So, I think what you said is like super true. There's, there's like different ways and mediums where, or where you have to explain to people. It's like, yo, this is actually, I actually am busy, and I actually can't spend my time just talking about nothing like right and it's, it's not a un, it's not a, a knock on them saying that you're talking about no, anything not at all it's just i think like i think a, it's a it's just a revelation of understanding that your world is not the world exactly right? and i think a lot of people aren't considerate in that way they think okay my world is the world so how i live how i function how i use my time that's how everybody does it so when they hit you up they're thinking you got the same kind of world and not even asking you about your world yeah right you know so sometimes you forcefully got to be like you have to respect my time yeah, I can't be there. Can I place a caveat though. Yeah. Mm. So, I went to Jamaica for a while last December, and I was surprised by how much people kind of just like hang out all day. You know, like that's a thing. Like you wake up, you get ready to hang out near the beach, which is beautiful. In front well, of that's Jamaica. That's, that's dope. It's, it's amazing. That's very dope. It's amazing. And a lot of places in the world, they do like Spain is famous for like the siesta, where like they hang out. Yo, you know what I mean? like, right. In the middle of the day, they can take a nap. Do you feel like this idea of just like I have to use my time so efficiently mm-hmm. is a part of American hustle culture? Mm. You know what I mean? Well, it, so it's perspective because that's still using your time. You know what I mean? Uh, oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. If okay. I if I use my time to rest and hang out, that's how I want to use my time. I still right. don't got to give it to you because it's, right. it's not, right. that don't mean I'm free. I'm doing what I need to right. do to make sure I've got the energy and the lifestyle I want. You know what I'm saying? Facts. I feel you. That's, so that's I how I look you. at it. I don't know, Brian. You about to say something? Yeah, I was about to say this, but on what you were saying because some people all they want to do is hang out all day or mm-hmm. maybe you are their world they look up to you so they might mm-hmm. that, that might be a way of them trying to tap in and just get a little bit of glimpse of like what you got going on mm-hmm. you know like and in some cases you gotta you know like okay this might motivate such and such but I right. know damn well you know such and such over here he just be right. nosy or he's right. gonna, <laughs> you know right, he, yeah. and he be here and he gonna be in yeah. the way at the end of the day so it's like you know ah, who do I pick up the phone for me you know, yeah. I'm one of my favorites. Like I said, you know, you kind of hit. No, I feel that. I feel that. But yeah, I think you know, understanding the value of time, understanding that freedom, 
it coincides with energy. Yeah. It's all in the same spectrum, right? And once we have that understanding, we can start to function better mm-hmm. and not be as resentful for those who steal that. You know what I'm saying? You can. So I, I, so I have this quote. I say, I trust people to, to be who they are. Right. You know, I mean? some people generalize trust. Like, I don't trust you. I trust you. You know what I mean? But yeah. I think it's like, once I know you, if I know you don't respect time to your point B, if I know you don't respect energy, I understand how to function around you now. I still love you, but I trust you to take advantage of my time. Right. You know what I mean? And because of that, in certain situations, you know, I might not have the time. Or what I do is, like, I allocate Sundays. So if I know you are somebody who might not pour into me and I need that pouring and that, and that scale of time that you're asking for, I'll say, yo, Sunday, mm. you know, we can definitely talk about whatever we want to talk about. Because in that day, you know, I allocated that for just anybody. You know what I mean? And I say yeah, anybody I, I hit with the Sunday is draining. I'm sorry if you took <laughs> that that way. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that's what I do. That's good. You know what I mean? I don't know what yeah. you, you have any advice for people who are trying to figure out how to balance it all out. Um, I'm just starting out. Uh, I'm just starting out to, talk, to tap back into family. Um, kind of doing the same thing. I actually try to do it Saturdays. I try to answer um, – any family call now, any family text, all the WhatsApp. I turn back on my WhatsApp so I could get the, the family things from everywhere. I mean, that's violence on myself, but I feel like I had to kind of start testing myself. Right. Like, all right, you know, you haven't really tapped back into, or I felt like I was shutting out um, the the people who I felt like weren't there or weren't like up to, I guess, my... I don't even know how to say it, like mental as far as, or my level as far as like uh, communication. Right. So like not talking to certain people from, you know, Guyana or uh, St. Vincent because they're so immersed in like the way things work. It's like, I'm thinking, uh, I just want to talk to somebody who understands immediately what I'm getting. But it's like, right. that's my own personal thing that I have to figure out. Right, right. Like she, she, she just, the person, my aunt from Guyana just wants to talk to me to talk to me, you know? Right. Um, I should be able to to do that without feeling like it's it's, it's a chore. So um, trying to just answer those answer those calls, um, answer those texts. Uh, so as you're talking, I'm thinking like, you say you just got into that, right? Mm-hmm. What I think is really um, profound is understanding the phases of life, right? And which phase you're in. Because I yeah. think there are phases where you know, you have to really be selfish with your time and energy because you're growing yeah. at a pace that you need as much as possible. Similar yeah. to what I was saying earlier. And then you get to a place where I've grown enough to build some capacity for more people, give more time out, yeah. and I can gauge, you know, how I can do that properly. So I think that's a great point, like to mm-hmm. know, you know, which phase you're in and to properly assess, you know, how much time and you can give out in that phase. Yeah. And, and that's the biggest part of it. Even uh like even take for example Super Bowl weekend I was right. Nigel was like yeah bro I really can't do it because I was oh, yeah, he wasn't gonna come I wasn't gonna come yeah, yeah, I, was, yeah. I was really giving my time to like um just something that was actually just super draining me mm. my girl saw that imagine actually saw that um she was like yo you should actually you should actually you know go and that's love you know yeah. what I'm saying and I was like. I was like, yeah, I, I actually should just. I like, why am I, why am I isolating myself to be more drained? Right. Or like, shouldn't I just stop draining myself and you know actually you know go be with some people that I actually care about? Right. Um. So I, yeah, I got up and went, but it's like sometimes you can't see that for yourself. Sometimes you have to have that external push to right. make it happen. I got some advice. What's up? Mm-hmm. Don't be scared to cut people off. <laughs> you know. Yeah. That's real. 
That's the best advice I can Very give straightforward you. and very real. You got to because sometimes you got to cut off the old, you know, like to build with something new. Mm-hmm. How you going to get there? You you dragging the old. That's weighing you back. How you blocking yourself. But then you can't say you drained because you pulling them. You might got to cut the ties. And if I circle the block, you still here, then we could probably do this, but not right now. This is going to be a tough question. You guys ever had any? You guys ever any how do y'all deal with people who have... Uh, and a problem or an issue, a problem or an issue for you to deal with, or like they call you with every single day. Every day? Yeah, and that's not. Nah. Oh, like no, like a family member, though. Family member. I've, I've had a family member like that before. I don't know if you guys have had a family it, member. It depends mm-hmm. on the level mm-hmm. of the issue. You know, we we talking about financial, cool, let's fix that. Yes, that's material. That. Yeah. We can do that. We can do that. If we talking mental, let's dive into that too. But you got to be open to take. What I'm about to give you, so get your pen and paper out. And if you want to yeah. go seek somebody else after that, then mm-hmm. don't call me no more. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like, we 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 just we just squashed our little situation. So it's on the E. You know, you ask go. I'm gonna give you his number. Call him. Like bump that. You know. Hey, so, I feel like I'm like, way more generous than like I'm just like. You say cut people off. You say, man, I, I can't answer the phone. I'm just like, I want to give everybody all my like. <laughs> yeah, you sound like yeah, you know, just, give everybody and that's kind of yeah, how it's I a am, grace but. to it. Uh, but so, what were you saying? Like, it's 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 a period of cut off. You know, like right. if I'm if I'm locked in, I'm doing something. Right. It's only a certain amount of people I'm having my space. Mm-hmm. You know, because energy. We talked about that. Right. But if you somebody. And, you know, we talking about the same thing we talked about when we was in ninth grade. Exactly. I'm not about to even entertain that, you know? So you get left on red. There's there's no love lost at all. But you got to know that I know now I'm going somewhere. And you may not be able to come. It's okay. But, you know, you're still still family, you know what I mean? But, Mm. you know, I'll be back outside Mm. to come see you. At some point, <laughs> you made it sound really simple. Yo, right facts. I'm, I'm like, yo, because it's a wild. whole dance. That's you got to do it, yeah. but not for him, apparently. Yeah, you gangster. Yeah. No, <laughs> yeah, I don't hold nothing from you. But I get it though. The more you do that, the more people understand it, because that that's a communication in of itself. You know what I mean? I think it depends on your personality, um, the world you've built, the respect you've built. It's a few different things that come with being able to do that, right? Um, I think, huh? Just one. Which mean? Nobody's and nobody's guaranteed to wake up tomorrow. Mm. So with me knowing that, like, get it out there, get it out right now, Mm. right now. We not, you know what I'm saying? I'm not entitled to tomorrow. Right. That's how people move. Like, yo, get at me tomorrow. What? Like, you on my time? Like, let's do this now. Like, Mm -hmm. like, we not promised that. Like, I don't know. But like I said earlier, man, people don't value their energy, their life, their time to that point just yet. People think, you know, we're entitled to tomorrow. Right. So, you know, they'll push things to tomorrow. And I, I don't know who said it. Uh, I think it was Abraham Lincoln. He was saying, um, well, I'll wait till to tomorrow to do something that you can do today. You know what I mean? And I think that's profound in so many ways. But we don't get that. You know, we yeah. think that, you know, we're going to see tomorrow. We're going to see man. the person that we, Two years later. you know, love tomorrow. Yeah, and then you're, now it's two years from now, you're still in the same spot, and you are upset that somebody who was in the same spot with you before has moved. You know what I mean? There you go. But that's why I say it's a dance, though, because the emotions behind that. That's a, I think that's a choice to dance. Like That's like a choice to fight, you know? It's mm. a choice. You could walk away. 
So if you love that person, at least enough to not hurt their feelings so blatantly, I think it's a dance. But then you got to love them enough to hurt their feelings, though, sometimes. But it's still a dance on how you hurt their feelings. I, I, so I, I'm not arguing no, with no, you. No, no, no. I'm not debating with you. I'm just saying, I think <laughs> I'm a writer, so words are important. You know what I mean? I right. think that's why I mean the dance is like the way you say things and the way you come off, it has to have, well, for me, it has to have a certain grace. Um, and especially if you know the person, right? If you can discern their mentality and you can kind of talk around it in a way that they're going to understand without feeling attacked or feeling defensive, I think that's a lot more effective than just giving them a general. Yeah, you cut off or it's quiet or I'm just going to ignore you. Because some people can't take that. Some people think they take that personally. They don't know you in a phase of your life where you need your time, you need your energy. Yeah. They'll be like, yo, you think you're too good for me? I don't like them anyway. They'll find a reason unconsciously sometimes. They're they just going to feel a certain way because now they feel like they're not as important as you are. You think that you're not, they're not as important. So they're going to act a certain way towards you. And then you're going to end up looking like the bad person because you didn't give them the time or the grace or the wording or whatever to actually uh, understand you properly. And I don't think everybody deserves that. Right. But I think to my point earlier, if you love them, it's a little bit more, excuse me, a little bit more of a dance. At least for me. I, I love people enough in my life to dance sometimes. And sometimes to be very blatant and say, yo, you are taking up a certain level of energy, a certain level of time, and try to explain to them why I may move a certain way moving forward. You know what I mean? So what do you do then if they still feel offended? Oh, no, nah, after that, it's over. Yeah, I'm, I'm riding your way. You go the same way. <laughs> but I give them that grace. Right, you know what I mean? Right. So I think that's the dance at first, and after that, we can the music coming off. That's tough. I, I, I've noticed in my in my experience that, so, like, I don't answer people. I just, it's, it's a wrap. Again, no love lost. I, I wanted to ask y'all, how do y'all, or not even ask, but there's, I feel like there's a, or I found that there's a weird disconnect where if you're not talking to someone, that means you don't mess with them no more not at all and that's oh. it, but that that's the there's a commonality within that within that um thinking and i think with a lot of people it's immaturity in that yeah and I I, i've, realize I've that. realized that people have started treating me different because recently because i'm i'm not as expressive or um active in the group chats and whatnot chats, but it's just like yo y'all are my guys y'all are you know what i'm saying people that i i thrown with you know what I'm saying For, right. there's there's definitely no love laws if you called me and you said you really needed help right. I got you but sometimes you guys are just talking about things that really don't concern me you know what I'm saying I see it it's not yeah. like I don't see it but right. it's just like you know I read it and it's like okay I get it this is where you at right now in life I understand that I intake that if my name is brought up I'll pop in respond but it's just like I don't see the need to or I don't even feel like when people don't, when people don't hit me up you don't feel away. I don't feel away. Like when when Earl was talking about having that job, I didn't speak to Earl for a couple months because he was he was in it. He was locked in. Right. Um, you know, so it, it, he was nah, he was in it. So it's, <laughs> Yo, Oliver in the background is cracking me up. <laughs> nah, yeah, no, but but like as soon as um you know I, he made time, he hit me up like, "Yo, let's play a game of chess." And I'm like, all right, bet. Yeah, and it, it, it's never a thing where it's like, okay. oh, we we not um. You cool. know, like yeah. we not cool, or or this yeah. is we actually not cool because he keep beating me in chess. Yeah, man, twenty three uh, and two, twenty three and whoa. two. This is my podcast now. Oh. No, that's not making it out there. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> you disrespectful, but uh, you know what I'm Daniel, I know Honestly. you. You kind of gasped. You, you about to hop in, weren't you? Well, I was about to say, like, I have a friend who is one of my best friends, but he will do the thing that you do, and I'll get tight at him. So mm. I'm a, I'm playing the other side right now. Wow, there you go. I'm gonna do, I'm wow. gonna play the other side. The people who. And I feel like all he got to do is communicate. Just tell me what's going on. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But, you know, and I, I had to ask him, like, what's good? And he said, oh, things are getting really serious with my girlfriend. And we're thinking about, I'm thinking about proposing. So, you know, my mind is kind of on that. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Right. So now anytime when I'm like, I want to call him or, or connect right. with him. And he cannot, like, right. I have that reference of, you know, the explanation. So he, he danced with you and said, you know, let me explain because I love you. And I want yeah. you to feel away about that. Yeah, but right. I was, and I was, I was just transparent. And I allowed him to be transparent. Right. I feel like all of these things is about communication. Yeah, and, and, and transparency. But th- that's super tough for me because it's like, I'm, one, again, when I, I associate my phone with work now because of how it's been um, with me for like just a minute. Right, like anytime right. my phone rings, especially in New York, somebody needs me to do something. Gotcha. So when I don't answer things, it's usually it's like, all right, like I can handle that. I... I love you to death, but it's just like, I can't answer that right now. Right. Um, and then sometimes I know when it goes on repeatedly, and it's like, all right, yo, look, this is what's happening right now. You know what I'm saying? I always make sure I send them like, hey, look, I love you, bro, but this is what's happening right now. Right. I'm working on X, Y, Z. You know what I'm saying? It just I ask, yo, is everything good? They'd be like, oh, bro, everything is straight. You know, I just want to check in on you. It's like, oh, right. I appreciate it. It's good. I'm good, bro. Right. You know what I'm saying? But it, it's very tough for me to kind of just be like, Especially, like, again, it just goes down to capacity. It's like, do I even have the answer? Do I even have the energy to explain, like, this is what's happening? I'm exactly. glad that your friend did have the, you know what I'm saying, um, emotional maturity and energy to be like, hey, look, hey, bro, this is what's actually happening right now. Sometimes I just don't have it. And sometimes I, I know, I'm, I'm again, I'm battling with that right now, trying to just talk right. to the family and make sure, you engage. know, I do these things. Yeah. And, and, and engage more. Um, I'm trying to answer calls. Or if I don't answer the calls, text them and be like, hey, look, this is what's happening right now. Right. But what, what I'm taking from your whole statement is that you've grown to that level where you can watch your energy properly. Yeah. Right? For sure. And I think there's a lot in there. And I think I want to unpack this properly. I want to make sure that we actually dive into each section of the the energy and the topics of time and all that good stuff. So mm-hmm. um, y'all got to come back. You know what I mean? I actually got a series I want y'all to come back on. That's a whole different topic. Well, we ain't going to get out of the way yet. But um, <laughs> I appreciate y'all being here, man. This was great having y'all. I know you travel from Delaware, right? Maryland. Maryland. Maryland, Maryland man. Maryland. I appreciate, appreciate you, you for being here. <laughs> for real. Thanks, for real. Right. And uh, Dan, you came from Harlem, the Bronx? Bronx. Yeah. The Bronx, which is kind of far from Brooklyn, too. Shout yeah. out to the BX. I was out there um, the other day, too. The same students that are actually making NFTs for... There's another cohort now starting in the Bronx. Oh, so man, I'm out that's there great. Students. Now I got to get into NFTs. You, yeah, you, Bronx, <laughs> you should actually come. We're going out there on uh, Tuesday that, if I'll you're free. You know what I mean? Yeah. I know you got the job now, though, so yeah. talk about the other side. If it's after five, but I could come out anytime. I'm like in that area. Yeah, yeah. Love we'll how talk you about guys that. Are engaging but, in, in talking about his capacity to do that. Yeah, see? <laughs> right on cue. <laughs> Listen, thank y'all for tuning in to Pros and Poetry. Thank y'all for watching. Leave some comments. Anything you got with feedback, we appreciate that. Till next time.